Alright everyone, I am currently um, on the train two stops away from Cannes. Uh, it's been quite the journey. I hate traveling very much. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I always feel like I'm literally about to die every time I get on a plane. So uh, I was very sweaty and disgusting and anxious for a solid 10 hours straight. Um, but this train is moving smoothly as fuck. Pardon my French, literally, because I'm in France. Um, also, I had some issue with the SIM card. Um, and uh, it's been a doozy of a day, but now I'm five hours, six hours jet lagged. And uh, for some reason, still feel okay. Um, probably going to party all night. Maybe not, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't know yet. I'm kind of pissed that I'm probably... Uh, won't get to see Lighthouse. I, that seems to be the breakaway classic of this film festival uh, with William Dafoe and Robert Patterson. But maybe I will. I don't know. Uh, I'll find out tomorrow at 9 what movies I get to see um, with this three-day pass thing. But uh, yeah, so far so good. Knock on wood. Um, there's no wood around. There's only uh, really nice plastic. It's a nice train. France is clean. I'm a fan so far. Also, they're not as... We'll go around. They're not as mean as as I feel like the stereotype is. Um, there's this one lady I talked to who was very nice um, and helped me find this train, which I couldn't find. Um, I was legit lost for a solid hour in Nice, just walking around, just like, I, and I had like 2%, and I was like, well... Um, guess I'm staying in uh, an apartment in Nice for a night. I don't know what to do, but I uh, figured it out. Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, stay tuned for uh, when this cuts to the next soundbite. What up, my uh, listeners? Um, this is me, bright and early, on a... Oop! almost got hit by a motorcycle on a um, Thursday morning. And the last week of Cannes. Um, Cannes itself is a... So, and there's a lot of mystery about around Cannes. It's really just one... The main focus is one giant theater called the Lumiere. Um, and that is invitation only. I've yet to go. Uh, I actually... Oh, I forgot to check. But um, I recently just got uh, accepted to go to the Lumiere to see uh, Rambo. Which... Uh, is back in theaters. Like, no, I, it's, I guess they're doing, like, a special thing with Sylvester Stallone is coming, and uh, it's some anniversary of some kind. So I'm going to be seeing that tonight, and hopefully a few other movies uh, in the coming days. Um, but, yeah, so it's, it's mainly the one theater, and that's where all the premieres have been. Um, a few of my friends, I'm actually just staying with Trashhead Productions, if you guys remember them. We had a show with them uh, not too long ago. Um, but I'm staying with them. And they went to see the Tarantino film yesterday, uh, as well as the new, um, oh, Rats. What is the film? I'm pulling it out. Um, uh, another premiere, um, as I look it up, because I don't like to mispronounce things. Um, where is it? Uh, it's this Canadian 
Uh, oh, there it is. Uh, Xavier Dolan's new film, uh, Matthias et Maximine. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Um, <clears throat> he's a Canadian who's like 30 who had a feature film when he was like my age, 22, 23, uh, that just went, you know, crazy uh, big. Um, and if you don't know him, he's kind of indie. He's, and he's not really that big in the, in the States. Uh, he did a lot of French films. I think he's pretty big here in, in Cannes, definitely. Um, yeah, but it's, uh, it's a hustling, bustling place. And, and then there's other uh, theaters around that are uh, more of just like the local theaters as well that show, that do the reruns of things. Um, the environment itself is, is busy, I guess. Um, it's also winding down right now. Um, I actually went to a talk back. I actually went to a talk back last uh, yesterday uh, at this place called the American Pavilion. Which, uh, if you have a ticket, everyone has access to uh, a giant row of tents of every single country that's represented here. Uh, and I went to the American Pavilion. Um, huh. And uh, there was a talk back with Eric Cohn uh, and Anna Thompson from. Uh, uh, IndieWire, uh, Ann Thompson of IndieWire, and uh, it was really cool. They had the director of Can actually uh, came on, which was a really big surprise. Like the head director of Can uh, was there, and they were talking some really great things. Um, it's called Screen Talk. I think it's called Screen Talk. Their podcast. They asked some really tough questions about diversity uh, and. Uh, briefly mentioned the Netflix um, kind of debacle from last year uh, about how Cannes still doesn't allow any films coming that are streaming and it it's it also has to do with the French are really good at um, keeping cinema like theater uh, alive uh, and America is not uh, which is just a fact unfortunately um, so they kind of were asking these these interesting cultural questions about how um, like how can can do these things uh, for on an international stage and not just have it because uh, France is kind of the outlier in that sense. And he actually uh, Eric Cohn of IndieWire uh, agreed to be on our show, so he's going to come at some point, uh, which is exciting. Um, I have him on uh, through another friend. Uh, who is also on the show named Karina Dandashi. So thank you, Karina, and thank you, Eric. Um, yeah. Um, but besides that, uh, I've been having a lot of data issues, um, so I really can only do things in Wi-Fi spots, um, which is a shame. But I'm off to see the new um, Jim Jarmusch film, The Dead uh, Don't Die. Wow fucking blanking on names um yeah the dead don't die got it um with bill murray and adam driver uh it'll be interesting um also my badge didn't really work until today i was standing in line for about an hour and a half for the new tarantino film um like the last minute line um and then i finally got up to it and they said hey your badge doesn't work <laughs> even though they told me when I got the badge that it did for yesterday. Uh, but now it officially starts since this is three-day in can technically. Um, but yeah, no, I'll uh, keep you updated on what's going on. 
uh, my thoughts on on actual films from here on out. Uh, since all I've seen so far was they were showing Easy Rider uh, on the beach last night, um, which I've already seen. Um, yeah, and I'll keep you updated with uh, what's going on. Uh, more to come. There's probably more I have yet to touch on. Um, but, uh, yeah, and, and besides, like, the giant theater, I think that the city itself is, you know, it's still just a European city. It's, it's, it has the fucking Mediterranean, uh, which is beautiful. Um, but besides that, if you've ever been to, um, like, any European city, um, it's not too different. Uh, there's no amazing architecture. I mean, besides, like, the mountains are beautiful. Um, but, yeah, it's a cool place. Um, wouldn't want to live here. But it's cool to visit. Anyways, uh, Godspeed. And uh, tune in till the next soundbite. Bonjour. Uh, that's literally all I know how to say. What I always think is fascinating is whenever I uh, ask someone if... Do they speak English? I always ask, ask it with a, a French accent. <laughs> so they might understand it better if I have a French accent. Um, do you speak uh, English? <laughs> and always the uh, at the end. Anyways, that might just be me. Um, just saw uh, the dead like to die or the the dead... The one Jim Jarmusch film. And I'll tell you what, uh, that guy, I do not know why he's such a big deal. I have never liked any of his films. <laughs> and uh, the film was meta, but like too meta. It, I was trying to find like the meaning in it. Like I think a lot of, a lot of it has to do with like we're all just zombies, you know. Like... The, even the people who are alive are also kind of just zombies and like these basically these uh, um, caricatures of ourselves of stereotypes of who we are and things like that um, I mean all the actors were great but it was just all done very stone faced very cold uh, and uh I think one of the great, I mean, I always get excited when that one person from um, The Brother and Us uh, comes in. Uh, I forget his name, but he's popping up in a lot of things. He was in uh, Three Billboards. Um, He was also in, anyways, every time I see him, uh, it always makes me excited. And he was in there. Um, Yeah. And then... Um, I'm probably going to stand in line for the new Xavier Nolan film. Uh, might take a while because I'm going to be in the standby line. Um, so I'm going to try to get there as soon as possible. But it's at the Lumiere. Uh, it premiered yesterday. This is its second showing ever, uh, which is exciting. Uh, and I had some friends that went to see it that seemed to like it. I was going to try to get back out in line. The, the three-day pass thing, we, there's like a special theater that we have. Um, but I guess I didn't realize how many people have this three-day three-day pass because uh, it's a lot of people 
are in line, and it fills up really quickly. So it always is frustrating. I was in line for this movie called uh, Me Miserable. Um, not the musical, but it's this new film that's getting a lot of acclaim. And Eric Cohn said it was his... Uh, he said it was the breakthrough film of this. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, so I don't know if that's, you know, everyone will feel that way. Um, but I would like to see it, but I imagine it'll be going to Amazon or something. Um, yeah, I should have brought a, brought a pop filter on this. I have a pop filter, but whatever. Um... But yeah, but those, those, those. Even though it's just for the people who have this pass, I have uh, those still fill up rather quickly. But um, so I was hoping that I could just bounce around each film there. But you can. And also a little misconception as well about film festivals in general is um, it's kind of hard to see a film, especially maybe it's just a can thing. There's just so many people, um, and it takes a while. Uh, to stand in line, sometimes you're the, you're the tenth person, and then they cut it off, and you're just like, "Fuck!" If I was only like five minutes here early, you know, or is the extreme, and you're literally in the way back. So you kind of have to plan it out, and I'm not great at uh, knowing how long lines are going to take. Or this is still my f- really my first major film festival, I'd say. Um, so I'm still kind of figuring it out. Um, but apparently the lighthouse is actually playing uh, tomorrow night at 7. Um, 7.30ish. So I'm going to try to see that. Um, but yeah. Uh, wish me luck for this standing for the Xavier Nolan film. It should be interesting though. Right now I am overlooking France, seeing the cruises off in the distance at night, its lone stars up in the sky, and this airplane off in the distance. And my good friend Matt is standing next to me, he has a film here at Cannes, at the short short film corner. Um, yeah, it's been cool so far. I saw uh, the Matisse uh, at Maxima. How do you pronounce it? The Mac Matthias at Maxime. By who? Xavier Dolan. Xavier Dolan. Um, he's, yeah, he's he's uh, from Quebec. Um, what uh, what were your thoughts on the film? Shit. Very personal, very deep, hard hitting, um, but humorous as well. Um, it's sort of like a slow build. It starts off very funny, and then, and then all of a sudden you're you're hooked emotionally, mm-hmm. and it's still funny. But now you're like, you're you're with him, mm-hmm. you know. Does that make sense? That does make sense. It's it definitely it has a interesting humor to it. I think that's my phone that's ringing. Um, it definitely has this humor to it. Uh, pardon. That's French for, uh, excuse me, <laughs> uh, not really at all. Um, but it definitely has this humor to it that's um, unique, but it's it's just very realistic. And it's for those of you who don't know, it's about this guy who, um, who or it's about these two people who, who uh, kiss in a, a short film by one of their friends' sister. Um, and the, that kiss 
makes them realize more and more uh, that they have feelings for each other, and it's two men. Uh, so it's kind of like a coming-of-age homosexuality film. Um, very much attuned to Call Me By Your Name, uh, yet uh, just a little more, like, not as rich, I would say. Not as, like, living in, like, the nicest place in the world, but a little bit more uh, common, I'd say. Uh, and they have two very separate lives. Um, but I saw it in the Lumiere, which is, like, the big theater and it's such a gorgeous place oh my th as soon as I walked in I was like that is the biggest screen I've ever seen um and we waited two hours in the um waitlisted line like the last minute line because we didn't have a ticket uh and we got in 15 minutes to spare and oh oh boy um it was a beautiful thing um but yeah I'm, I'm staying here with trash head which I said earlier and their film is is screening tomorrow um, I also completely missed uh, a showing uh, for The Portrait of a Girl on Fire, uh, which is one of the biggest films right now, and it could win the Palme d'Or, um, but I missed the showing for it, and I'm really pissed about it. Um, but, you know, come see, come saw. I'll, uh, I'll see it when it comes out. It's already got bought by Hulu, so I'll see it on Hulu. Um, but I was at the American Pavilion, which is a really cool place. Uh, for those in Cannes, or coming to Cannes, check out the American Pavilion after 6 p.m. Anyone can come in, not just members of the American Pavilion. Um, and you can network, meet new people, uh, and everyone speaks English, and it's great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just hanging with people there. Um, but so far, it's been pretty great, besides the fact that I don't have Wi-Fi. I mean, data. Um, so far, so good. We're going to some party that someone we met at the... Uh, American Pavilion invited us to. Uh, it's not a celebrity party or anything. It's just people our age hanging out. Um, so we'll see what happens. And on Saturday, uh, I'm moving to a new place for a day, and it's going to be interesting. And I have to have this all updated um, and sent over before 5 p.m. Um, so it'll be interesting. <laughs> Just keep reiterating that. Um, and as always, there won't be much editing done. Uh, it'll be mostly just copying and pasting things. Um, but yeah, uh, that's it to report for today, May 23rd. Uh, and here's to the next day, the 24th. Alright, I think I just mentioned a few seconds ago about a party that we went to. <sighs> Listeners, um... This was one of the worst parties I've ever been to. Um, think of any production company that pretends to be a production company that's mostly run by old white men and feign um, interest in anything that's actually good and just are just a mockery of film in general. And this was it. It's called California Pictures. So let's let's put this on blast now. Uh, California Pictures. We went to their party. It was literally ten people there, all of the men. And me and Trashhead Productions walked in, and uh, there was there was a general aura of, of discomfort fairly immediately on um, uh, 
all the old men had their arms around much younger men. And uh, we got there because of this guy named James something. I forget his last name, so who cares? And he... He brought us in, got us a glass of, of rosé. We come in, and we're standing on the balcony, right? We're watching, we're just, oh, this is kind of a cool spot. We've seen the world, we're seeing France, we're seeing the, the, the Mediterranean up close. James come over, immediately starts talking about how much bigger this party was and all this other shit that I just didn't care about. Just giving us his card that he was so proud of that was made by a second grader. And uh, then his friend came over, Marcel something. Marcel takes the one woman in uh, a Cami Violet in... Uh, trash head and kisses her repeatedly on the cheeks more than France normally does like 10 times and it was pretty aggressive and then goes in to talk about how he has a short Anna in Cannes uh, and Anna I guess is like in the, the competitive short thing and um yeah, and then and then and then proceeds to go on about how everyone in the uh, can uh, the 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 short uh, corner, like the the can um, filmmakers corner showcase. I'm probably not saying that right. <laughs> yeah, okay, everyone in the, in this in this in, in what basically what trash head is in means nothing. And he says that whoever is in this in this uh, filmmaker's corner means nothing. And he keeps saying it over and over. Means nothing. Means nothing. And finally, we say like, Trashen's in this 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 part of can that you're talking about that means nothing. And this guy continues to say, "Well, don't you understand this this." being in this, like, I'm not trying to offend you, but it means nothing. And it was the most blunt, and maybe it says something about the fact that I'm a guy, and I just haven't really seen this as as upfront as I have seen it today, of just blatant toxic masculinity of just a man just completely demeaning anything beneath him and like not somewhat being just ignorant of it but knowing like just still it's just so belittling and he's not even the director of this film he was like one of the producers which he probably was just some rich guy like rich dad's son and like put in a few bucks like he was one of like three producers and the amount of of disrespect and this 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 taste for for what film really is in general that i saw from this person was disgusting and it just leaves a horrible taste in my mouth so if you guys ever see any short called anna that was at can turn the fuck away this guy was disgusting and whatever he represents and whatever he brought to the film 
uh, tainted it, and we immediately walked away just because he kept on basically saying that their film was nothing and it meant nothing that they were here and they have a film here. And um, it really also just showed kind of the underbelly of Cannes in general, of of something that of of that 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 um pompousness that 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 just complete you know pretentiousness that's the word i'm looking for pretentiousness in film that completely belittles what film is really about um and still it's still hard for me to get over and trashhead is that doesn't really seem to care that much which is good um and we kind of just left, and we were kind of just like, we're nothing? Okay, cool, we're leaving then. And we just left. And then James, the guy that tried to bring us back, was like saying, I'm sorry about my friend, he was drunk, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, fuck him. It, it was the, the, the worst party I've ever been to in my life, and it was horrible. Just the fact that, like, within, we were there for ten minutes, mind you. We were there ten fucking minutes. And this guy was the most disrespectful, pretentious film schmuck I've ever witnessed in my life. And he kept on saying, it's nothing. And I was just like, why do you keep saying it's nothing? It obviously isn't nothing. What's your deal? <laughs> and all you could say is, it's nothing. And it's like, great. <laughs> um, so if you ever see this film, Anna, um, which premiered at Cannes, or you see anything done by California Pictures, don't watch it. They're a bunch of um, misogynistic uh, MAGA. They were a bunch of MAGA Trump supporters. Fucks. That's all I can say. Um, and I don't really care that much about it, honestly. Because um, we had a talk with someone else, and we just kind of just like, had a few drinks and just kind of got over it. Um, but that's part of can that I think is not really shown. Um, and is definitely prevalent. And it's part of filmmaking in general that's prevalent. And, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about it right now. But, uh, tomorrow I'm gonna try to see, um, Malik's new film. Um, which I've heard is okay. But it's three hours. Um, I'm going to try to see Lighthouse. <sighs> and I have a ticket to Rambo. So so it'll be, it'll be an interesting day. And then I have to figure out transportation. So fun times all around. All right, Godspeed. God bless. And bye. I just saw Hidden Life. A Hidden Life by Terrence Malick. Uh, very Crucible-esque. Uh, about a Australian farmer, or Austrian farmer, who uh, refuses to swear his allegiance to Hitler during World War II. Um, uh, I, I mean, it's Terrence Malick is a well-established director at this point. It's kind of it's a Terrence Malick film. Um, if I was comparing it to, say, Tree of Life. Um, certainly could have been cut. <laughs> um, he is a way of just keeping
keeping the audience always slightly above the the, the humans of the film. Um, always keeping us up in the clouds. Uh, and never really... Never really just having things be what they are. Um, never just letting, you know... Like a, a murder be a murder. Never let an action go by without having some substantial impact on not the plot more so, but the psyche of uh, the whole film. Um, and it gets old after three hours. <laughs> um, it, uh, I mean, it's it's so beautiful. I also haven't eaten anything at all today, and I woke up pretty early to see it, so um, might not be very beneficial. Might not have been the best idea, but whatever. I've been, bonjour. Um, I've been thinking more and more about the person from last night <clears throat> who was saying their film was nothing. It left a bad taste on my mouth uh, about Cannes in general, because I feel like those sort of con that not type of thought process, uh, and just outspokenness about it. I mean, everyone, you know, has a, an internal sense of superiority uh, if you're in like a, a higher level than other people, but like no one really expresses it. But I feel like at Cannes and at majority of festivals and things, there is definitely a. Um, but, uh, that's just a little bit more common, is to just be more outspoken about how. just be a little bit more belittling, outwardly belittling towards those around you. Um, I also want to talk briefly about how Can does a really horrible job of telling you things. There's so many things that I've learned by word of mouth only. For instance, there's this one festival that is right next to Can, but it's actually not Can. It's not in any of the brochures or anything. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's called the Director's Fortnite, and that has the film Lighthouse, which is you may see it, and it's like the breakout film of Cannes, even though it's not in the Cannes Film Festival. And if you go over, getting a ticket to Cannes, like getting a ticket to the Lumiere, is really... You either have to get in the raffle, or you have to stand in line for two hours. It's invitation only, and it's, it's tough. But getting a ticket to this fes film festival is just eight euros. You just walk up, and I got my ticket at noon, and it's showing at 6. And you just walk up, and they just tell you be there 45 minutes before. Bada bing, bada boom. It was that easy. Can't had nowhere at all about where to find these tickets. Um, There's just a lot of things that you kind of just learn, and I've had to learn fairly quickly since I'm only here for three days. Um, how it's run... Uh, what what's happening each of the days um, 
what happens at the Lumi here at theater, the difference between a premiere and a non-premiere. It's all it's all kind of uh, learn as you go. So I recommend anyone who's going to Cannes really find someone who's been to Cannes uh, and ask them a few questions. Um, really just ask them like if there's something that you wish you knew the first time what would you know or what would you say uh my number one thing would be the Fortnite thing uh if there's no films showing because like also with the can you some you have a badge some events are badge only but you have to get there like two hours beforehand if it's like really popular or like an hour beforehand but if you just get a ticket you know show up 45 minutes beforehand and you're in you know like no matter what like there's not like that worry um so that's my my biggest takeaway for anyone that might be going to Cannes in the future Cannes is basically done at this point um I am walking home now from a short film uh party it was pretty lit as the kids say it was pretty fun uh, it was an open bar, uh, and you best believe I had at least one drink. I'll keep you guessing on how many. Uh, it was one. I had one drink, uh, so to speak. Anyways, um, yeah, saw Lighthouse. Um, it's odd because Lighthouse is really considered uh, by many film journalists to be the best film uh, coming out of Cannes so far. And I would strongly disagree. I, I, I don't think it is. Uh, honestly, so far, I think the best film I've seen, and I'm going to be seeing two more films tomorrow, I probably won't have time to edit uh, Portrait of a Girl on Fire uh, for uh, the deadline that I have. But, um, I will be, I will try to wake up early to see the Les Miserables. Um, but yeah, so he, here's my review so far for Lighthouse. Uh, it was fairly experimental. Um, the plot line was a little confusing. Cinematography was amazing. The cinematography was some of the best use of uh, 4x5 aspect ratio black and white uh, filmmaking I have ever seen. Uh, and it's interesting now since that's kind of a trend I feel most popularized by First Reform as of late that a lot of young filmmakers and kind of avant-garde filmmakers are, are doing using the 4x5 uh, aspect ratio and it, it, you, you, it's most of the time. It, it seems like they're doing it just for the artistic expression. It's not really for uh, an actual purpose. <sighs> Looks like some people were swimming in the beach. Anyways, um, but yeah, I think for the most part, uh, I would give it probably like a. I don't know. 
I guess I'm undecided at this point. It's very psychological, very psychological. See, it kind of, I feel like right now it's still kind of soaking over me. The visuals were amazing. It was at a good length. William Defoe's acting, amazing as always. William Defoe will go down as one of the best actors America's ever produced. Um, uh, I was about to say Pete Davidson. Robert Patterson. Uh, was pretty good. I, I thought he was really good. I mean, he was, in a way, kind of the star. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I also just remembered, I don't think I can get into the apartment, now that I think about it, unless someone comes in and lets me in. Uh, but I have a little ways to walk, so it's fine. Um... Yeah, Lighthouse, I would definitely recommend all everyone to see, because um, it is interesting. Uh, but the fact that it's gotten so much hype as the best film of Cannes, I don't understand why. It's, it's definitely an interesting film, but I, I still like Maxime Matisse, or vice versa, I forget which one. Um, the Xavier Nolan film, the best. Um, more so than Terrence Malick film, more so than the Jim Jarmusch film. Um, yeah, so it seems like the one film I like so far is the one that's not American. Um, but I'm going to try say see Les Miserables, which is getting um, uh, at least IndieWire. Uh, Eric Cohn said was his breakout film, as well as Ann Thompson. Um, and... Uh, I don't know. Uh, and then also I'll be seeing Portrait of a Girl on Fire. Something I'm learning more and more about Ken, and I'm going to try to put this together. Uh, Ken gives you no information on anything. Uh, you really have to figure things out yourself. Um, for instance, uh, there's a part of Ken that's not advertised really at all. Um, in English, just translated to... Uh, direct, er, uh, director's Fortnite, and that's where the lighthouse is in. I don't know how closely it is related to Cannes, um, but uh, it's it's not advertised on every packages that I've seen. Uh, I went to buy a ticket for eight euros, and then and they, when I got the ticket, they told me to come 45 minutes beforehand, and um, I came an hour beforehand. And the line was already massive. Now, I was really confused because I was like, I bought a ticket. Is there a place to stand if I bought a ticket? And everyone was saying no. Because there's another ticket line for people who have a red ticket who get in first. And I was really confused at this point because I thought that's what I just bought. But I guess not. So there's layers on layers. As with every f fucking, like big event there's layers of layers of of class of these people go first then these people then these people it's there's always someone who has a better ticket than you no matter what so i got into the back of the line and then i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna check again to see if there's another one and thankfully uh, i had a friend named Kristen uh and juliata uh who were in the front of the line and they let me in. Julieta, sorry. They were in the front of the line, and they let me in. And it was quite nice of them. I hate cutting. 
I hate, hate, hate cutting. Um, which makes me a hypocrite, right? That makes me a cold-blooded hypocrite. That makes me... Um, I was going to go on a rant at some point about how much the French cut, because they cut a lot, but I just cut. I cut to get into this thing, and I might, I probably wouldn't have gotten in if I didn't cut. But that being said, it's also stupid, because the line was filled with people who bought tickets and who didn't buy tickets, and they were all in the same line. So I really don't know what was going on, and there was no information giving. Anyways, back to my original point. Can really needs to, and I know they're not, so I'm going to help you guys out. I'm going to make a how-to of Can, of a few pointers that I wish I knew about going into this, uh, into Can that would have saved me a lot of time. Uh, so we'll make a list, and with the help of you guys, because this is important, um, you guys can blast it around and kind of just share it, because there's really a lot that needs to like be said about how to get through Can. Because um, honestly, the first day and a half, probably like two days, I was really confused what's going on, and I could have appreciated it a whole lot more if I knew these few things. And also add to this list as well, if you're, uh, you know, message me. Uh, if you've been to Can, obviously don't. <laughs> Be a fucking asshole and fucking give me advice for something that you haven't even been to yet. But, you know, give me a, you can add to the list and let me know what you think of, of like, ways to make the list better. Um, but yeah, because there's so many things, honestly, that are just like completely under the radar that like the director's Fortnite, for instance, you really need to know more about that um, and how long, how early you need to get to films. Um, and yeah, I mean, the list goes on and on. But, um, but it is really all about uh, networking at the end of the day. I, I, I've gotten really tired of, uh, I'm in a tunnel now, so I might count sound sort of echoey. But I've gotten tired of this pomp of can. It's I'm here for another full day, um, and it's it's just gotten cumbersome. It's just everyone is fucking. I'm in can. I'm in can, and everyone has to wear suits. You have to. I was going to go to this Rambo showing, but I didn't go because I didn't have a bow tie on, and I didn't care enough to go back to my apartment and get one. It, it's not worth it. I mean, okay, sorry. It's worth it to go. You should, if you have the chance to go, you should definitely go. I think it's cool to see. This is kind of the center of world cinema. Uh, eh, maybe not world as much, because it's definitely still a majority of French, French and American films. But definitely world more so than fucking anything in America. Um, but it's, it's not worth it in the sense of going back repeatedly. Uh, I, I think it's definitely important, but it's definitely not um, the end-all, be-all of films. And also the fact 
all the lines, all the security, all of the things that go into all of the little side parties, all of the little subdivisions of subdivisions of subdivisions of film festivals. It's it's just it's it's a lot and uh, it can be kind of tiring. But hopefully my list might help as well, which I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna make because um, this has been an eye-opening experience just to see this hub of, of people who all are avid film lovers. But I have one more day. I'll probably have one more soundbite uh, after hopefully seeing Les Miserables. Most likely, though, I'll sleep in and miss it. Uh, maybe not. Who knows? Or what also might... Let me make a tradition or prediction because you guys will hear this instantaneously. For me, I'm gonna have to live through it, right? That's the beauty of, of <laughs> you guys listening to this. You know, you, you don't have to wait and actually experience these things. But I'm gonna experience them. Uh, I have a prediction. I'm going to get lost going to the theater because I looked, someone was telling me very detailedly where it is. Uh, and I, I'm 99% sure that's true. But also, no one can. I'll get to a line, and it'll be the wrong line to get to. And uh, I'll have more information for you guys to put onto the list of things you should know. So this will help you in the end. Anyways, um, I'm going to see uh, one movie tomorrow and also transitioning uh, places to stay. Anyways, I feel like I'm getting to that point where I'm just rambling. Hello, dear listeners. This is my last and final entry. Um, I just took a long trip from um, uh, from Cannes. Uh, well, not long, but like a 30-minute bus ride um, to my place that I'm staying uh, for the night because um, I'm leaving early tomorrow. My host was kind enough to offer to drive me to the bus stop, which is very kind of her. Um, I got lost briefly, but anyways. Um, I saw Les Miserables, excuse me, this morning. Uh, it's uh, a French film, takes place in Paris, um, and it is uh, definitely a reference to the book Les Miserables by Victor Hugo. Uh, and they mentioned that it's like, it's not like, oh, it's just the same name. It's like they, 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 they reference that early on, um, but it's it's a movie about cops versus you know people in in low uh, or in, in poor economical housing. Like, I'm sorry, I'm really tired. In, um, I'm trying not to say hood, but they they keep saying the hood over and over in the film. They, that's what it's called, the hood. That's how they describe it. So the hood. Um, and, uh, and it's kind of cool. It's like kids versus like these three cops. I'm not even sure if they're cops or not. It's, it's slightly, no, that they are cops, but I'm not sure exactly what types of cops they are because there's a line in the film in which one of, one of the people say, um, I'm going to call the real cops because they're kind of somewhat abusive. And there's like one new cop who's like seeing this all for the first time. Um, and he's just like, this isn't, this isn't right and all these things and it was really good. Um, yeah, I, I would. Um, I feel like all of these things. Like I, I just need to like. 
I need a detox from films. <laughs> for like, uh, knowing me, probably no more than three days. But I just need a detox from film. Just like, kind of take it in. Um, it wasn't bad. It was it was a little bit slow for me, but at at first that is. Um, but I was also when I when I went into the theater, I was so tired. I'm still tired. Uh, I had like four hours of sleep, um, and I was waiting in line. I got there pretty early because I really wanted to see at least one film. Um, and I'm not so sure if I can I can see the portrait of the girl on fire. I might be able to. I don't know. But, um... Yeah. But, uh... No, I, I liked it. I mean, it... I think, especially, I would say, halfway through, there's a... An event that happens, like, halfway through that really picks it up and, like, makes it... Okay, like, this is the catalyst. I... Some would call it the... Inciting incident, I guess. But the thing is, is, like, it took a while to get to that point. Um, like, there was a lot of build-up beforehand to the inciting incident, the thing that really made it spark and made, like, what the movie, to me, is about. Um, and I guess that was more so to, to build up this relationship between the people and... There's, like, this weird circus that comes to town. <laughs> now that I think about this, there's, like, this circus that comes to town and... It starts with, like, the circus that comes to town. Or, no. It starts with these three cops, like, roaming around. They're kind of, like... One of them's, like, the lead cop is kind of, like, a ruffian and, like, not a good cop. A little crooked. Um, and then these... The circus people come to town and accuses the 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 town, the, the hood mayor, I guess, uh, for being... Um, for stealing his lion stealing his line and the movie's kind of funny too like it's a little absurd it accuses him of stealing his his line and at first i was like wait like his his lion what are you talking about i thought he meant like his kid but then he was like no my baby lion and apparently one of this one kid who's like known for always getting into trouble stole the lion and uh yeah and then they 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 find the kid that the cops do, um, to prevent, like, this weird war between the circus people and <laughs> the mayor of this, this small town, I, I think he might just call himself the mayor, I don't know if he actually is the mayor, because he seems to be kind of, um, have not really any power at all, um, but, uh, and then, things get out of hand as the kids seem to be getting more and more power. It's actually a really interesting film, the more I think about it. Um, but Can was fun. Would I do this program again? No. Would I recommend it? 100%. Uh, I met some good contacts, uh, some, uh, some good people. Um, everyone's very friendly. I think that's one of the the things I would advise as well is don't assume that people know each other. Most likely, a lot of the people coming probably came alone because um, it was invitation only, and you know they didn't give out invitations based on who knew, knows each other. So there's a good chance a lot of people don't know each other. Um, 
so just make friends like walk up to people and kind of just be like hey how did you get here like that's i mean that's the best conversation starter is how did you get here um also you know most most of the people here speak french obviously um even the people in the uh, who are invited a majority of them are french so you know some of the conversations might be kind of one-sided if you don't know french if you know french then this is the place to be if you know french then you would be having a great time better than me probably because uh it can definitely be annoying not knowing french here um but what else would i say i don't know i i do want to compile a list um yeah besides that um Damn, I, I there should be something else I need to say. I don't know. Would I recommend it? Do I have any final words on can itself? I think can is is a necessary thing to both promote theater in general and to promote world cinema. It does a fairly okay job at at bringing all films of across the world together uh, and competing. So. So, yeah. Anyways. Um, I'll probably have more to say at the next one. The next episode. Uh, but I'm going to either A, sleep, B, shower, or A, sleep, B, shower, C, Go see a movie. One of the three. I'll let you know next week. Godspeed.
I could kill you with my bare hands 